98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset. Brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing. Proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals. 4 o'clock reset. All right, the Arizona Cardinals started trimming down their roster today. They cut cornerback Josh Jackson, linebacker Joe Walker, and offensive lineman Coda Martin. Arizona also reportedly released cornerback Jace Whitaker and wide receiver Andrea Bacella, per Pro Football Network's Aaron Wilson. In other NFC West news, the 49ers and quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo agreed to a restructured one-year contract that is worth $6.5 million in fully guaranteed base salary. The contract also has bonuses that could boost it to a total of $16 million. Plus, it includes a no-trade and a no-tag clause. Around the NFL, the Jets have released uh, defensive back Javelin Guidry, who played 17 games last year and had three starts. They also released a corner uh, back that they should keep their eyes on. Luke, uh, what's that? Luke Barku? I can't look at that. Barku? Barku. I think Barku got released. I saw that on the big list today. Barku got released. He's a corner. We'll have to keep our eye on him. The Panthers right. traded for wide receiver Lasvika uh, Chenault, the kid from Colorado. I always liked him in Colorado. Sending draft compensation to the Jaguars. They have a ton of wide receivers there. Uh, in MLB news, the Dodgers put all-star pitcher Tony Gonsolin on the injured list due to a strained right forearm. That could be bad news for the Dodgers. And the D-backs are back in action tonight. Madison Bumgarner gets the start after missing his last one. They host the Phillies tonight at Chase Field. First pitch is at 640. You can hear it on 98.7 FM. But the top story is in the game itself. It's who's going to be playing in that game. And that is because the Arizona Diamondbacks have called up the number one prospect in baseball, Corbin Carroll. I think there's something to get excited about. I got my college shirt on, Tim. I got my college shirt. I'm ready to go. You can wear a T-shirt to the game, you know. You do live in Phoenix. I'm going to the press box. Well, you, can wear, you can't wear a T-shirt to the press box. You oh, have a nice T-shirt. You're physically wearing, fit. You can walk in there. Oh, well, jacket and everything. Up, yeah. I wore a college shirt. I'm going to go to the. No, I want to see this kid play. I want to be. I want to be there for his debut. I mean, this is the best prospect that they've ever had, even higher than Justin Upton. He's not the same player as Upton, right? Upton had power. This kid's not going to go hit you 30 to 40 home runs, but he has as good a five tool prospect, as good a prospect that there is in baseball. And when you start to look at the talent that they have now, the younger talent, McCarthy, Varsho, Alec Thomas, and now you've got Corbin Carroll coming up. You'll have Jordan Lawler. You'll have Drew Jones. Man, the future is really, really bright for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think it's something to get very excited about. I'm a baseball fan first. I readily admit I am a baseball fan first. Yep. That's my first love. That's my favorite sport. I'm kind of jacked up that the Diamond have won three games, four games in a row. They won four games in a row. But it's not about that. It's about it's about getting a glimpse of the future. It's about getting a chance to see what the future may may, may have in store for the Diamondbacks. Corbin Franklin Carroll Gambo turned 22 years of age just last week. He's from the Seattle uh, area. He originally committed to play college baseball at UCLA. That did not happen, obviously. Hasn't played a ton of minor league baseball up until this past season. In 2021, had a season-ending sh- uh, shoulder surgery in May. 2020, there was no, no season. minor league baseball nope. season. And in 2019, after getting drafted by the D-backs, 16th overall, played 31 games in the Arizona League, and then 11 games for the Hillsborough Hop. So, uh, this year was 
basically his coming out party in professional baseball. It was funny. I was reading uh, the scouting reports on Carroll uh, in anticipation for today. Me too. Over the last couple of weeks. And there were some arguments on whether or not he was a five-tool player, which I found funny because just the fact that it's debatable <laughs> whether or not he's a five-tool player, that's good enough for me. Yeah. This guy's going to be, listen, he's played center field. He, he's lightning fast. He's built more like a center fielder than a corner outfielder. Yeah, he's 5'10". 5'10", like he's like, you know, 165, Yeah, but he's not, gonna, he's not going to be as good as Alec Thomas in center field. That's the thing. He's so, not, so he's going to be a corner outfielder. He's going to be a corner outfielder. Right he field tonight. Right and field tonight. But this is a guy that, even though he might not be size-wise the prototypical corner outfielder, the ball just explodes off his bat. Everything you've seen from the highlights that have made their way on social media uh, to what you read by scouts, uh, he's just got the ability uh, to put the barrel on the ball and drive it. 24 home runs in the minor leagues this year. So, I mean, listen, is he going to be a 25 to 30 home run guy at the major league level? You know that remains to be seen. He's again. He just he's got turned, a good eye. He walks a lot. He'll strike out right. a little bit too. He's not going to not strike out. Um, you know his his numbers were obviously much better at home. You know than on the road. You know playing in hitter friendly parks. He hit really well on the road. He obviously didn't hit as as much. I don't think he's going to be a big time slugger. But he's a great defensive player. He's got a strong arm. He's got great speed. He'll hit for average, I believe. And, and this is you know this is and I. Suppose Spoke with the Diamondbacks about it just this morning, and just trying. There's no rhyme or reason why today. Like why today? Why not? Well, you're off today in AAA. There's no action today in AAA, so it's the start of the new week in AAA. So there are no games today. They kind of, you know, they thought about having him come up for the White Sox series, but decided against that. And if he, this is a good time. It's the start of a home series. It's the, it's the first game. Why well, bring him up in the middle of a, of a series? Bring him up now. Uh, again, but there's no formula here. They had to put him on the 40-man roster anyway. He's not going to play much center. He might play a little bit of center when Alec Thomas gets a day off. Um, but the plan is that this is a one-way ticket. The plan is that once they called him up, that he would be up for good. They don't anticipate him ever playing in the minor leagues again. Now, obviously, that's up to him. But the thought was, let's get him as much seasoning as we can in the double A and triple A, get him ready, because once they brought him up, the feeling was that he would be up for good. Based on where he's ranked as a prospect, you can make the case, make the argument, this is the most anticipated debut by a D-backs minor leaguer in the history of the franchise. And that includes Justin Upton, who was picked number one overall in 2005, who came up in 2007. But the other guys, and now again, Corbin Carroll's somewhere around one or three in terms of rankings. Archie Bradley in 2014 was the fifth. Trevor Bauer, the sixth. Justin Upton was the seventh. Arizona Sports. Breaking news. I would say this is Cardinals related. Yes, it is Cardinals related. After drafting two outside linebackers, the Arizona Cardinals are releasing veteran Devon Kennard. This is according to Ian Rappaport. Kennard was penciled in as a starter, had a strong camp, but the Cardinals are going to give the young players more opportunities. That from Ian Rappaport. Yeah, and that'll mean that uh, Demo is going to make Demukeji. the team. I listen, and I, that's what I expected. I expected that Demo was going to make the team. I've been saying that for a while now. I thought he was going to make it. Yep, and I speculated that on Friday right here. Like if they don't, if they're if somebody's going to go, it's probably going to be Kennard. Yeah, yeah, of course. Listen, they, they all may have made it, but this again now because Kennard goes. This may lend one to believe that they will in fact keep five running backs. 
because these are the tough decisions you make with other position groups that lend you the information then to think okay if they're if they're going to go if they're if 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 they're going to go short at edge rusher might they keep five running backs not guaranteed of course but it's just something to think about. I think you start to, and to me, and we'll go over this in a second, you start to look at outside linebackers and inside linebackers and how that was going to play out. And I'll go over that in a second because that's where I really think this this came with. And Demu Cage was a guy I totally expected was going to make the roster. So to me, that meant that Kennard was going to be the guy that got cut. All right, so the Arizona Cardinals, it's another name that we're hearing that has been cut. We will go over all the cuts that we've heard of and tell you what that means next right here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. Burns and Gambo. Alright, so the latest name, Devon Kennard, cut by the Arizona Cardinals. And the way we looked at it, when I when I went through it the other day, and I and I, I went I went through the linebackers, I did not have Kennard on my list. I said they're probably going to keep four or five outside linebackers. I had Gardeck, the two rookies, Sanders and Thomas. You've got Marcus Golden and Indy Mukherjee. So that's your five. So I didn't have Lucetta or Kennard making it um, at any. So that was the the linebackers. And then inside you had obviously Zabin and Isaiah. Then Nick Vigil, Zeke Turner. They've already cut Joe Walker. So you just thought that they're going to keep eight. You figure they're going to keep eight or nine. I got them at nine. I got them keeping nine linebackers. I had them five on the outside. Gardeck, Sanders, Thomas, Golden, Demu, Keiji. So Kennard, I had him getting cut. Lucetta getting cut. Uh, Joe Walker got cut. And I think that they'll keep four inside guys. Zabin, Isaiah, Nick Vigil, and Zeke Turner. So what that's kind of how I looked at what it. What about Tanner Vallejo? Do you, where do you have him? Because he looks like he's been popping in the preseason. Yeah, I got Vallejo making the team. So I didn't, you know, Neiman, Wooten. Um, yeah. It's just a matter of how many they keep. Uh, just a matter of just how many guys that they're going to keep. Well, let's see. At the, listen, at the, the matter at hand today, Kennard at 31 years of age, I, I think it just boils mm-hmm. down to this. Timo you beat him out. Yeah, yeah, he beat him out. He beat him out. And he's young. Listen, he's young. He was a sixth-round pick. He played well. He's Absolutely. Younger, made plays, beat him out. He's cheaper. And he's cheaper. <laughs> well, I don't know. The, I, don't, I think Kennard's salary was down no, to... No, it, it, it was not a lot. Down to nothing anyway. You know, they had to keep him last year. A lot of people thought he was going to get cut last year. But there was something in his contract that made him um, really hard to... Now, they signed him, beat out several teams to sign him in 2020... They did a deal with him for three years and twenty million dollars is what they did. That's the deal they they uh, they signed him to, and there was a lot of feeling that he could be the the Sam linebacker in that Vance Joseph defense. And he was just he just really didn't pan out for them. He just wasn't that good of a player. He was okay. He was okay um, after the Lions released him. The Cards had some interest. They bring him in. He was a Desert Vista star, so he was a local guy. And he gets cut because they're going to go with Victor Timukeji. Just didn't make enough plays. I, you know, no. listen, mm. bad player, no, but just didn't make enough plays. No, didn't, 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 didn't pop enough. Didn't the return on investment with Kennard? I just, I don't. I think if the Cardinals were honest with everybody, said no, didn't, 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 didn't get enough from a playmaking standpoint from Kennard. Yeah, and that's why you start to go through these numbers and you say, okay, who's cut now? So now we know Kennard has been cut. 
Um, we also know that Josh Jackson, the cornerback, has been cut. So is Jace Whitaker, the cornerback. Interesting, two cornerbacks. Coda Martin, Joe Walker, uh, Andrea Bacella. Those are the players that we know as of right now have been cut. So we got one, two, three, four, five. Is that the sixth player that we know of that's been that's been cut? That's the sixth. I think that's, that's the, the sixth. sixth. When we had Devon Whitaker right now is not official. I'm going to guess, can't say for sure, but I'm going to guess Kennard is the biggest name that we hear between now and noon. Or excuse me, 1 o'clock tomorrow. 1 o'clock tomorrow? I, I think. I, think. I don't even I, know I, that I don't, that's that big of a name. I know, but at least it's a, it's a name where you're, it raises an eyebrow at least. I've, you know, I... I've seen that guy. I've heard of that guy. Yeah. I I, don't, I know there's some speculation about Daryl Williams not making the team. I don't foresee that happening. Uh, yeah, I think he's got a roster spot. I know a lot of attention on the running backs. Might one of these five, like an Eno Benjamin or an Ingram or a Jonathan Ward, not make the team? But I'm gonna I'm going to guess when it's all said and done, Kennard is probably. The most, you don't like the word yeah. biggest. How a prominent name? The no, most I mean ve- veteran, most veteran sure. name. I mean, a guy's listen. This guy's no been, name. Been in the league since 2014. Played for the Giants, the Lions, a couple of years with the Cardinals. A local kid, like I said, went to Desert Vista, but 31 years old. So they go a little bit younger with Demu Cage. He was a sixth round pick out of Duke. He really popped so far, and that's what I really I think it came down to. I mean, I think that they were looking at Demu Cage, Luquette, and Kennard for one spot. Because Gardeck, Sanders, Thomas, and Golden were set. I think they were looking at Demukeji, Luquette, and Kennard for just one spot, and I think Demukeji is going to get it. How about, how about how about Cameron Thomas's game? On he had a great Saturday. he had a great, great game on game. Saturday. Yeah, that was a really encouraging. Glad you brought that up. That yeah. was a really encouraging sign. He had a terrific play in the backfield for a sack where he actually he got behind the quarterback and then he was able to come back, come and, back and, and come back and make the sack, finish the play, and finish yeah. the play. So I thought that was really that was really good that he popped because I thought like because of his size compared to Majai Sanders I, I thought Thomas had a chance to be more of an impact player right away than than, than Sanders did. You know and listen might they need those guys earlier than we thought Marcus Golden you know, I wanted to get this in we'll get it in before the break just to get your thoughts on it yeah, too. Yeah, but Marcus Golden listen it's been speculated now for the last week or so that he, he may be holding in Hasn't played in training camp. Pretty much hasn't played in August. Tweeted about six hours ago, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And then one of the first people to respond to Golden is his former teammate, Larry Fitzgerald, who said, your time is coming, bro. Stay the course. Now, but sometimes when you're so loyal, it works against you. I I mean, I'll allow us to speculate that if Golden is... Holding in, yeah, I think it's a holding, and he's and he's trying to get a new deal. Let's just assume that it is. He's tweeting now is you know we hit September, and we're five days away from quote unquote game week. Now he's tweeting about if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. You wonder if Marcus Holden Golden <laughs> is going to hold in uh, a little bit longer here. And his week one against the Chiefs, he's got the leverage now. Doesn't in he? Jeopardy. Doesn't he have the leverage? Holden. He, he, he's I'm sure does. Chandler Jones is gone. He's the, he's a double digit sack guy. He's got some leverage now. The leverage to get a new deal, or maybe just have a little bit of money added on. I mean, I think that they want to take care of their own players. It's listen. It's, it, 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 I always hate this because if a player doesn't play well, 
Right. I mean, there's always the ability, you, you know, you, and he's got a guaranteed deal or a lot of it, and you pay, like, you can't give Jordan Phillips, Jordan Phillips is not going to give you the money back. Okay, he's not going to give the Cardinals their money back from playing no. so poorly for the years that he was here. But a guy like Golden, who gives you everything he's got, you almost feel like, okay, you're worth a little bit more money. I sent him a message just a short time ago, and I asked him if there's any progress on a new contract. So I sent Marcus a message. I'm just waiting to hear back from him. Um, he's usually pretty good at getting back to me, so we'll see. But I like Marcus. He's a good player, um, but he's very loyal, and sometimes that works against you. Because, like, oh, he's happy here He's because he always says the right things. He always talks about, I'm happy here. I love it here. I'm so happy to be a Cardinal. And sometimes that works against you because they think, okay, he's good. I don't have to do anything. All right. And also the the perception a lot of times from the organization is, you know, we drafted you. We brought you back from purgatory in New York. We've given you opportunities. You've never been our premier guy. You're kind of, you should be happy to be here. And all of a sudden you look around and you're like, man, man, he, he had more sacks than Chandler Jones yeah, last year. He did. And all, you know, listen, we don't have much from an experience standpoint coming off the edge of this year as a guy who can get to the quarterback. We kind of need Marcus Golden to have a big year. And all of a sudden, Golden's like, yeah, you know what? You do. You do. And look what you're paying me. Yeah. This is not jiving. This is not going to work. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the Cardinals probably sit back and say, okay, you know, he's probably right. But the thing is, it's gone, gone a whole month now. It's gone a whole month where the Cardinals haven't been able like- to... They've to, got, to, to give this guy a little bit more money, and now here we are. We're less than two weeks away from the opener, and the guy hasn't played. Now I'm also expected. I think that they could do a do, do a new deal for Zach Allen. I think they could do one for Byron Murphy, and I think they could do one for Jalen. So I think there's still a few deals left for them to get done before the season. But those starts. guys are playing at least. They're I playing mean, this, at least. Yeah. This, this guy, Marcus Golden. I mean, we love the attitude. I mean, if he's tweeting here on Monday, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. To me, that implies he's digging his heels in. Like, man, I'm not coming back without a new deal. Well, they're going to have to do something. They cannot afford. I don't think they don't. I don't think. I think he's got the leverage. He's got the leverage. They need. They need pass rush help. Well, they better be awfully busy over there. Okay. Between Golden and getting a cornerback. Okay. <laughs> you lose Chandler Jones and you don't have Marcus Golden. Who's your. Like, you it got can't Thomas. Happen. Thomas has no career sacks. Majai Sanders has no career sacks. Because your corner. You got Dennis Garnack. Right, your cornerbacks can't cover forever, and especially on this team when they don't have any cornerbacks. Right. Like, literally, outs, they have four guys right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but all you have is, is Gardeck, who's got seven career sacks. That's It's seven career sacks. That's what you have. I think they came in like a five-game span two years ago. <laughs> right, we get, I mean, Demukeji. No, I know. No, there's, 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 right. there's way too much inexperience. Behind Marcus Golden. Even with Golden, it's a question mark. Without him, forget yeah. it. Timu Keiji has no career sacks. Sanders has no career sacks. Thomas has no career sacks. And Gardak has seven. Yeah, I think they got to do something with Marcus Golden. All right, Andy Isabella, the wide receiver, had another solid game against the Tennessee Titans, uh, the preseason game number three. Is it enough to make the roster? Could he be traded? We'll talk about that next on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. 7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Burns and Gambo. I will right, we'll get right back into some Cardinals talk. Huts are coming down. Devon Kennard has something to say on Twitter. We'll tell you what that is in a second. But first, let's get a Twitter poll update. Our Twitter poll sponsored by Sanderson Ford. 
Burns and Gambo Need to Know Twitter Poll Update, presented by Sanderson Ford. Well, Gambo, we wanted to see how the people were feeling about Corbin Carroll, obviously, but we wanted to put it in a perspective of, are you going to go to more games? We changed up the poll for the second time around. So the question is, everybody, does Corbin Corbin Carroll excite you about attending games more than before for this season? You got three options. Yes, you're more excited about Carroll. You're going to go to more games. Two is no, not until the team plays better. And option number three is for Gambo and Gambo almost exclusively. Got my ticket for tonight. I'm going tonight. I'm going tonight. I'm going to be there for the kids' debut. He goes for free. I mean, he's still going. <laughs> it's still effort. I'm going still effort. with a press He put pass. on the polo. I got a polo shirt I mean, on. You, you know, let me ask you, fans, if we give you a bunch of free tickets, we can get free popcorn oh, and Coke. Oh, man. You want, me to show, you want me to show you tickets I bought? I bought opening day tickets this year. I bought them. And he can redeem them to come back around I this bought time. them. Here's, he, you know what? Here's the problem. Here, listen, I will never, ever tell fans how to spend their money or how not to. You want to go see the D-backs play? Go ahead. Here's the problem you run into now if you're a... Uh, uh, the Diamondbacks, you want to know if people are going to come out and watch us play because Corbin Carroll's here. Yeah. School's back in session. Okay, during the week. Really, what, what, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Because it's really tough. What, to, really? What does it have to do with tough, anything? It's tough to bring kids to games during the Why? week. Why? Like, I don't get that. Why? Because the games end at 10 o'clock, Gambo. Kids got to go to bed. Why do they, they have to go to bed? After okay, school. Why, they Gamble, can't go to bed. Kids. <laughs> what, 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 kids can't go to bed right, at eleven right, and first, get up at seven. Well, I don't get this. First of all, most kids have their own sports practices and they have homework to do. They got to eat dinner, then they got to get to bed before eleven o'clock. Have someone else do your homework. <laughs> just cheat. I did. Just cheat. No, you tell me like you can't take a kid to a like I only. If you have young kids, there is no way on a school night you're going down to Chase oh, Field. Oh come on, come on, really? Yes. You really believe that? Yes. If you yes. you can't go to a 640 game, be out of there at 940 and be home at 1030 and have your kid go to bed. Really? No. Oh, no, man. First of all, if your kid has practice... Okay, so to, no, I can't do anything about that. I can't do anything about that. Kids don't have practice every single night of the week. <laughs> Nobody has practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> you, okay, with different kids. Do you, re, do you remember club soccer? Yeah, I anyway... <laughs> No, I, I no. Listen, I don't. I just never understood that. Listen, tomorrow's night. poll question. I'm about to say, come yeah. on. <laughs> but anyway, my point is, listen. No matter what Gambo thinks, very tough for parents to take their kids to weeknight games around school. Oh, week. woe is me! Oh my God, my kids got to go to bed. I can't come home at ten thirty. What? What Good time do you grief? Kid- and then on no, Saturday, what do you mean, Saturday and Sunday, nine? Saturday and Sunday, football's not on. How much sleep do they need? Seriously, this like, is not the debate I thought it was going to be. Dude, you're like arguing over whether that. you could go to a six forty baseball oh, game you know with what? your I kid. Would, I would love. You know what? You could. Oh you, my god! You're, well, I'll, you're I'll, soft. Here's what you you're could soft. do. You could leave after the sixth inning. Why do you have to leave I am not inning. taking my kids and getting them home at 1030 at night to oh, go watch the crappy D-backs play in, at Chase Field wow. in downtown Phoenix. What's, what about watching Corbin Carroll now? That's what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> No, is Mitch, that what we're talking I'll, about? Mitch, I'll end this topic when I want to end it, Mitch. I mean, come on. Mitch is looking at me. Listen. <laughs> I mean, this I think, is serious business. <laughs> no, this is like total like softness right here. I don't want to take my kids to the game because I'm going to get home at 10 o'clock at night and he's got to go to bed. Get home at 10 o'clock at night. Who go the heck the lives? Who, at first, it takes you 20 minutes to get out of that parking lot. You won't even get on the road till 10 o'clock. Okay, so leave after the seventh inning or okay. the eighth inning. 
six forty game. You could the, the game. Say you leave at nine forty, and it takes you twenty minutes to get in a parking lot. That's ten. You're home by ten thirty. All right. So you want to go spend four hundred dollars to go watch the Diamondbacks play for six? When innings? does it cost you four hundred dollars to go you, to a game? When's the last time you took a family to a game? That's exactly what it costs. Oh, come on. You think a family costs a hundred dollars a game? If you get decent tickets and you get them hot dogs and cokes and pay for parking, that's exactly what it costs. Four hundred dollars to take a family of four to the game. If you get decent tickets, hold on. Derek calls on line two. He wants to speak to you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> come on. I can't. Like really? Oh, come really? on. What's a good seat at a D-backs yeah. game cost? It costs about a hundred bucks. Can you, do you have to buy a hundred dollar seat? No, but do you want to buy a seat I, for forty bucks? You want to sit in the nosebleeds? So you have kids that can't see the game because oh, then they're really oh, going to be your miserable. Kids can't see the game, and then you got to buy them right. glasses, and that's right. A so that's now you got to take them to the Schwartz Laser Eye Center, and they need LASIK surgery. Dude, your, kids when you're gone, your kids have been gone for too long. Oh, you forget what God. it was. When like. I have a thirteen year old, they take him to plenty of D back games. I took him to the game. Albert Pujols hit two home runs in. The Cardinals yeah, game. You're not taking him on a school night and getting him home oh, at ten thirty. Don't give me that nonsense. Plenty of times. Plenty of times I've taken him on a school night. You're just you're just you know what? You are old. You are old. You're old and you're soft. Is there a is there a you result? Get up at six, there, is, there are you results. Get up at six poll. o'clock in the morning to go to school. You've never gotten seven hours of sleep on a school night? It's not about me, it's about the kids. How much sleep do the kids need? More than seven. Give him, go you know, take I mean, him the Dutch Bros on the way to school. Get them get a caffeine addiction. Get him a Dutch Crazy drink for all the sugar. energy and send them on their right. way. God, I can't believe I'm hearing this oh, from you. I just for can't the believe love it. Of- God, I for, feel like you can't take you're a right. The place is packed. You're right. The place is packed every night in September. Did you never? Did you ever go to games on a school night when you were a kid? No, down to Wrigley Field. No chance. My games parents I went to me. on Yankee Stadium on a school night. <laughs> you know how many games I that went to? That might be a certain stadium? specific situation to you, Gambo. On a school night. First of all, there was no night baseball. I had to take a train too. A <laughs> that's right. They didn't have the lights in yet. Right when you were a kid, they didn't have the lights. <laughs> they in. did. <laughs> but there's no. Take. There's no way I would. They, my parents were taking me. Down to Wrigley. Did you ever cut out of school to go to a Tuesday game night. on a day game? Well, that's different. Oh, so you've cut out of school, <laughs> but you won't go to a game at night. You're ridiculous. You're absolutely ridiculous. Can we get somebody else to do the show tomorrow? Oh, my God. Can we? Who's available? Nobody's. nobody's there's a reason why the place is empty. All across Major League Baseball, unless your team is contending. Nobody's taking kids to a baseball game till 1030 at you night. Watch, you, you watch a lot of baseball games, you'll see a lot of kids at the baseball game. You'll see a lot of kids. Is there a, is there a result here? Do we have a result? <laughs> well, 60.4% of people are excited about Corbin Carroll, and it will make them go to more games. 35.8% say wait until the team is better. 3.8% are going to see Gambo at the game tonight. Yeah. Tim's kids aren't even going to watch it because they have to be in bed by 830 on a school night. <laughs> they have to be in bed by 830. <laughs> on a school that can cannot stay up past nine. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Um I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to this. I'm gonna get to this um Andy Isabella sound in just a second. So we'll uh, we'll actually I'm gonna save that for the next segment because we'll have more on, on Andy Isabella. Uh, as we hear cuts let me see if I have any other latest. Here's the latest we have on cuts for the Arizona Cardinals. And then we'll we'll talk about Isabella in the next segment. So yep. I wasted so much time talking to the, the softest person that I've ever known who can't take his kid to a game on a school night because it's so late. Josh Jackson, the cornerback. 
has been cut. He was a second-round pick of the Green Bay Packers a few years ago. I thought he got off to a pretty good start. He does not make the, make the team. The cornerback cut by the Cardinals. Jace Whitaker also cut a cornerback. I think they want to bring him back to the practice squad, but that's two corners that have been cut. Joe Walker, the linebacker cut. Coda Martin cut. Wide receiver Andrea Bacella cut. And the, the latest cut that we know, Devon Kennard, the linebacker, was cut. You, I wanted to get to this because you saw a tweet by Devon Kennard. Yeah, Kennard tweeted 10 minutes ago, uh, cold world, see what God has in store for me next. So that was his reaction. Obviously, uh, the key part of that would be cold world. I, I don't think Devon Kennard maybe saw the writing on the, on the, on the wall. Uh, for his response to be cold world, right? I don't think he expected to be released uh, before the the cut down day, the cut down deadline tomorrow. So cruel uh, summer, cold world. Devon Kennard cut by the Arizona Cardinals. It probably means that Victor Demukeji is going to make that roster. That's what we thought was going to happen. I just think that he got squeezed. I mean, he's a 31 year old player that just got squeezed. He was fighting with. Uh, I, I mean, it really, I think it came down to him and Demukeji. Yeah, the kid from Duke, the former sixth round pick from last year actually did a pretty good job. I think he not only outplayed him, but if you're if you're Steve Kime, you got to say, okay, who's got more upside? And I think that question is obvious. You know, who, 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 I mean, you're going to you're, you're going to keep one of these guys. Yeah. Demukeji looks like he could be a player here for the next half decade. Cardinals have any or, Thursday night any any Monday or Thursday night games this year? Yeah. They, oh my God! Don't take your kids to those games. <laughs> don't take your kids to those games. Yeah, you know, they got a, it's a school night. What time's that game going to end? <laughs> that game's going to end 10 o'clock at night. Cannot take your kids to that game, according to Tim Ring. Look at the schedule here to see how many Cardinal games are uh, you know, if the Thursday, D- Monday. Oh, my if goodness. The, if the D-backs were in oh the my God. World Series... No, it's a that school would, night. That would be a big, that would be oh, an exception. October 20th against New Orleans. Whew, don't go to that game. Kids got at school the next day. God forbid you go. Oh, a Monday night against the 49ers. Don't go to that game. Kids up Monday night against the Patriots. <laughs> That's three games you can't take any of your kids to because it's a school night. Ridiculous. See what <laughs> I got to deal with? See what I got to deal with? Not, not taking my Where's Bernsey? Bernsey! Taking the kids. Bernsey! Down to downtown Phoenix wow. on a school night. Yeah, school night, can't do it. Um, Andy Isabella, we'll get. He had some interesting things to say after the game on Saturday against Tennessee. We'll tell you what he said and what's his chances of making the roster. That's next on ninety-eight seven FM Arizona Sports Station. Ninety-eight seven FM Arizona Sports Station. Burns and Gambo. Garantano to the air for the first time. Stands strong, delivers. Andy Isabella on the run at the 40. Hits the brakes of the 45-50. Lucy at the 40 of Tennessee. Hits the nitrous at the 30. Andy Isabella weaves through at the 10. Inside the 5, near the goal line. Andy Isabella with a catch and big run deep into Tennessee territory. Oh, man. Great play by Isabella. Love that he held on to the ball. Trying, you know, as a linebacker that came in from behind, tried to strip it late. And, uh, and he got tackled, held on to the football. But nice cutback move inside. A couple plays later, Greg Dortch with the touchdown. Both of those guys played well all preseason. I mean, Isabella and Dortch both played well. They only dressed 
43 guys. They had like 38 guys that didn't play in that game. But Isabella got a chance to play every single week. So did Dorch. And those guys were good. Like, they were both very good. And now some tough decisions to make for the Arizona Cardinals as they try to pare down this roster. Decisions that may be easier because of the status of, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins not available for six games. And we don't know the status of Antoine Wesley, whether he would be ready or not. That could enable both of those guys to make this roster if the Cardinals want to go that way. I don't see how... Isabella and even Dorch don't make the unless roster. they tra- unless they trade him right. I mean, I can't imagine they trade cut him. either one of them. But you're, you're I mean, you're going to go with six wide receivers, I would assume. Yeah, and you're not going to dress six, but you'll go with six, right? So Andy Isabella is going to make the football team. Now, now listen, the whole would they trade him or could they trade him or is he a trade chip? Is did he a, do it? Did he do enough to like pop for for another team? This is somebody looking at Andy Isabella saying, you know what, this guy was a former second-round pick. The Cardinals have kind of messed this up before. I mean, Hassan Reddick, they've had guys, and they just couldn't figure out how to make it work with those guys. Maybe Isabella might be worth trading. For, uh, trading or I don't know about a trade gamble, but I guarantee you, if he did get cut oh, he'd get today, he'd yeah. be picked up in two yeah, hours. Absolutely. Somebody would picked want Picked up him. in two hours. He Listen, is, if the, I was going to say real quick, mm-hmm. if, the, if the Cardinals hung on to Isabella for all these years when he did nothing to earn that except for be a second round pick now that he's finally actually producing in camp and in preseason i'd be shocked they're not going to cut him now i mean he's finally at least so you only have him under contract for one more year Living He's only had a contract it. for one more year. I think you give him a shot. I, I know you had some uh, you had some issues with what he said here. Here's a- Andy Isabella uh, when he talked about the Cardinals and how they can't break him. I think I was overlooked. I think they turned their back on me, um, but I overcame again, and I think that's maybe why I operate best. I've been overlooked my whole life, uh, coming out of UMass and Mayfield, everything, um, and that motivates me. And um, but I know my purpose is is my my purpose that God gave me is to inspire these kids that look up to me and my family and um, so when I go out there I really remember that and that motivates me to go hard every play even when I'm tired even when I don't want to show up I know I have a greater purpose alright that that bothered you overlooked they turned their back on me yeah because I I, I understand he's he's using that for motivation but it's 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 almost like he's finding fault in the way the Cardinals treated him that they overlooked him and they they turned their back on him and he's been using that for fuel and motivation which is fine if that's what if that's what makes him You don't him think he's taking any responsibility? Well, I just think he listen the, the Cardinals spent a second round pick on Andy Isabella. Believe me, Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury wanted desperately for Andy Isabella uh, to succeed and be a functioning cog and have a big time role in this offense. That's why they picked the guy in the second round. I am quite certain they gave him ample opportunity to get playing time on Sundays. And he wasn't good enough. He wasn't good enough. But it wasn't because he wasn't good enough then, but he might be now. He might be now. But it wasn't like they didn't they didn't just draft him and then overlook him and turn their back on him. That's ridiculous. The Cardinals did nothing wrong in this. Okay, scenario. but what about the Hassan Reddick situation? It took him three years to figure out where he should play, and when he finally played, it was too late. Now that's it was a too late. They that's, didn't pick up the That's different because they couldn't find the right spot for him. Couldn't find the right spot for him. I mean, Isabella, that, that play that we just played, that was just a little crossing route. Just right. beat his guy, caught the ball, and then outran everybody. His guy, he still has tremendous speed. I'm pretty sure they had Andy Isabella in the right position 
during his mm-hmm. first four years here. Yeah, it was. He had a tough go with routes. He had some drops. He just couldn't break into that lineup. But now he's played. I expect he makes the team. I don't think they trade him. But I do wonder if somebody needs a wide receiver and they, they, they're watching Andy Isabel. Because the, like, there's a lot of film that's out there now with these preseason games. Every GM is going through the film of all of these teams. And you see Andy Isabella. And if you think, hey, this, if you had a high grade on him in the draft, you've always kept your eye on him. I wonder if that's a guy that somebody may call and, and try to trade for. And if that's the case, like if you could get something, okay, if he's going to be the sixth wide receiver and not play, but somebody wants to give you a fifth round pick for him, what would you rather have? That's true. Would you rather have him not playing or would you rather try to get a recuperated draft pick that you could use on another player? Right. That's going to be a tough choice right there. I like if there's no, if nobody wants to trade for him, it's a no brainer. You just keep him on the roster and he's insurance. He's insurance in case Rondale Moore goes down. He's insurance in case AJ Green goes down. But you also have the ability to say if somebody, if somebody did want to trade, trade for him, you got to at least consider it. You know, and I don't know if anybody does, but I would think you would at least consider it. To me, that's the biggest question now too going forward. It's not is Andy Isabella going to make the team? He's going to make the team, barring a trade, Andy Isabella's made the team. Now, when DeAndre Hopkins comes back, we will see. The question right now going forward is not will he make the team, it's will he be active on game days? Because he can make the roster and then not be sure. active on game yeah. days, and yeah. then who cares? Yeah, they don't dress 53. Right, who they cares? They dress 45. And then if he's active on game days, will he actually be a factor? In yeah, the you, you could be on a 53-man roster and they don't, you don't dress that You don't day. even dress. There's like eight guys that don't dress. Believe me, it, if, if anybody knows that, it's Andy Isabella. Here's, <laughs> here's Cliff Kingsbury talking about how both Isabella and Dorch attacked this year's camp. Yeah, I'd say I've always had a tremendous amount of respect for both those guys and, and how they play the game, how they worked. But uh, I thought that they attacked this camp. I mean, they didn't take a day off. They didn't take a rep off, both of them, every day, full speed. I and mean, you see the results um, when they're going against other competitions and can't say enough good things about how they played this camp. Uh, there you go. So both guys attacked the camp. Both guys did whatever they had to do to try to make the roster. You you want to reward those guys, but you're also pretty deep there. You've got you've got Hopkins, who's not going to count on the roster right now, but you've got Hollywood Brown. You've got Rondale Moore. You have A.J. Green. I think you fit Isabella and Dorch in there and in Wesley as well. And you've got time now. You've got six weeks to kind of determine, you know, if you do have to move one of those guys out when Hopkins comes back, which one it would be. And... For the first six games, when the Cardinals go four wide, who will be the four? Will Andy Isabella be dressed? Will he be among? Will he be one of the four? Dorch gives you a return angle that Isabella, no, a better return angle than Isabella does. So you might, you know, special teams wise, Dorch may be able to help you. It's 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 interesting. Both guys played really well. Both guys. Uh, both guys can make an argument that they deserve to be on that roster. Uh, one more from one more from from Andy Isabella. Does he envision himself making the final roster? No, Mitch. No. Does Does Andy Isabella envision himself? Sure, making I want to play. The so whoever's going to play me, um, I hope that's where I go. Name is here. If they're going to give me reps, then uh, I'm happy to be here and happy to make plays and happy to impact uh, make an impact for this team. Um, so I hope uh, that's the case. I love Arizona. And we're gonna see what happens. All right, says he would. He basically, he wants to be here. We'll see how it play. We'll see how it plays out. We should know by tomorrow. One o'clock tomorrow is the final cuts. All right, Tim's got to go home. Dinner time by five, and he's got to be in bed by six. So. <laughs>
I'll take you up for the last hour. I don't want him to miss the 5 o'clock dinner. Um, Corbin Carroll debut tonight for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Why did they decide to make this decision now and have him up today? We'll talk about that next and what it means on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station.